In short, there are three things that last, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Love Lighthouse podcast, broadcast today. Well, the Sabbath should remain the Sabbath, it should be kept holy, and here we are. This one is for Sunday. Sunday the 15th of May 2022. I, oh, I hate this type of language, right? When someone says, you know, I, <clears throat> without, I don't know, but instead of saying that, like, I will say like a better version of that or say something else in place of it, you know, without saying that word. Um, I don't know why I think it's the connotations that go with it and everything. I just don't like the sound of it. I just don't really like swearing in general. Um, normally, it's not like a, a normal part of my life at all. I've had like someone in here who's been like really, not in here in this particular, but in the building overall that's been really abusive. And they would just like say so many nasty things. And then they would start swearing. They go crazy, like a lot of mental difficulties. And one day I just thought, I've had enough of this. It's like a year of rubbish from them a year of nonsense and I thought right that's it we're just gonna like give them some of their taste of their own medicine they're like and I was just I just said about it it was just made no difference I think they were just so used to like hearing it they're so used to saying it I certainly don't like it it's not my thing at all um I don't know it's just a it's like one of these personal things it's just doesn't it's not great, is it? It's pretty useless, senseless, and it doesn't really like give any effect. It's just there's no need. Um, but I mean, I did speak about this, and um, remember this one other person was like that as well. They were swearing, and you know, talking about it, talking over with the police and stuff like that. Are like that just means this and like I would think this and then other members of them are saying the opposite and you're just like what on earth is it one or the other one or t'other anyway well for me as sovereign that's what matters most what God thinks and I believe that generally speaking like filthy language or whatever is not good um so I just ask for grace for this but today obviously this one's for Sunday but the day that I'm recording this is on Monday the 9th and I just got this calling in the spirit to like pop this particular material on it must be like a net I just hope so <laughs> for grace it's definitely by the holy spirit it doesn't seem very holy but it must be the like the gift of God to be like utilizing this net so that it relates to people and it can help different folk but it's like, I don't like that language, but I know a lot of people do. The person that I'm um, referring to, they actually, although they've been really nasty and negative, they do not actually use this language, which is a really good ask. But it's actually, that is one of their good points. They don't tend to use that language um, ever, really. They do let out like an almost expletive, like when the dog does something. They'll say, shut up. Like, and it's like, sounds like they're really seething <laughs> and they don't want to say 
a swear word, but it's it's like them releasing, getting a, an opportunity to release like an actual obscenity. Um, but it could be confused for like shut up because it, it's kind of like what they're what they want to say is like shut up, but they say shit, shut up because they get that angry, like an expletive comes out. Um, and that's to the dog. Yeah, that's an actual animal. Anyway, in a round, but that's as far as it goes. Like they're really seething with the animal because well, the animals kind of like a transfer of that energy, that aggression, and it comes out through the animal and it comes out in their like behavior at times. Like she's actually like really good. Like when she's out with me, she tends to be, yeah, she can be like really joyful and she can like, you know, meet another kind of like dogs and things like that. But she generally tends to be really quite well behaved. But yeah, when, when she's with this other person I'm mentioning, oh my gosh. She just has so much aggression. She actually, like, growls at the person. <laughs> she gets really angry. Like, she'll go to take her somewhere, take her through, and she'll start, like, the animal will actually start growling at her. It's like they're both, like, manifesting this aggression. It's really odd. Um, but it's very clear that there's that energy there of aggression between them, the animal and that person. Anyway, but she doesn't normally use expletives and I would say, okay, you could say that's a good point. Um, apart from the time when she's seething with the animal and then she lets out that expletive. Apart from that, she doesn't say this. Um, but I'm not, like, not the only one. Like, I had left, like, plates and stuff there, but I did do this. Um, what you call it? I did a... A kind of little, like post story post so like if you're on my story on facebook you can get to see it but it's like a picture of like these two boys are just like left abandoned there in the kitchen and she's just left without like clearing them she'll be expecting me to do my little cinderella duties i've left mine as well like don't get me wrong like i'm not saying like she's the only one that does it all i'm saying is is that i'm the one that's been left to do this and i'm just like i've had enough all this like to do everything all the time and then all this back chatting you don't do this you don't do that like excuse me I'm not the one that's get um I could be giving out bills for all of this and I'm not so let's see if I stop doing this and let's see if I stop doing that and if I stop doing all of this what would actually happen right I don't think we'd like to get to that position I don't really think anybody would like that um but that's just a little taste of it and it's like it feels like they're like I have no more you know what's to give and so it's that kind of little song and it is, oh, it's awful. Like, I just do not like listening to that at all. Um, normal time. Yep, don't like listening to that. But it's out there. I'm trusting God. Oh, God help me. It is not my type of language, not my first choice of language to be using. Um, as I say, I have given it someone as like a taste your own medicine when I was absolutely like, I'd had enough. It was over like a year listening to their nonsense. Like their rude behaviour their filthy language and all of this and I'm just like no look here take that back um and then I had it from someone else it was being rude again swearing and stuff and then it's like here you can have it back and it's like they're the ones that are always instigating it like for a year I've had to listen to that rubbish um but in any case no not something I like not something I advocate and certainly not this happens um, but obviously, if anyone does have to do that, it's not like they're doing it 
on purpose, let's say they've got Tourette's or let's say like it's someone that's trying to taunt them or to get them to do that and then they slip or whatever without meaning to. It's not a big deal. There is grace and mercy for everything. But if you're doing it on purpose, there's something kind of wrong with that. Like, do you know what I mean? Let's look and see what it says in the scriptures. Um, what does it actually say? I don't think this is one that I've really looked up. I have come across it, but it's not one that I really tend to look up. It's not one that really has ever like drawn my attention or been that interested in. But today it's coming up through the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's a good time to have it, obviously, on the Sabbath day. When we're talking about this, about keeping holy. So what about our language? Um, expletives and scripture. Now, some words... Um, are actually utilised in there, which are not swearing, but the Bible utilises them um, to label, not to be rude, but to tell it like it is, without being rude or fornicative. And I think because that F word is kind of like fornicative in a way, and that's what it is, so it's like an abuse of the body or abuse of the sanctity of life. I think that is the reason that it is just so like mm, you know, not something you want to be like experiencing hearing or like saying um in your average everyday life so let's see what it says here all right so it's come up with i've got the title coming up is swearing and cursing under that particular search um so the search was expletives and scripture and i'm going to 100 bible verses okay swearing and cursing ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths but only such as is good for building up oh as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear See, so the building up, like for example, like me just been like, now nah, I'm going to give you this, a piece of your own medicine. That's the building up. It's come out not for malintent, not because of what they're doing of the malintent, but showing them, look, there's no point to this. And anyone can say this. It's not just you. Um, but it's, it's for no, look, it doesn't serve really any purpose. So it's about building up and like showing like, no, you're not going to get away with speaking to me like that kind of thing. Um, and again, it's been popped out today on the time of recording, Monday the 9th, even though this is for Sunday, yes, over-organised, um, even though it's for, as I say, Sunday the 15th of May 2022, we're going to look at this. So yeah, if it's for the building up of, like, I'm like, you're not going to speak to me like that. Don't think you're just going to get away with this. I can say it just as much as you. I'm not scared to say this to you. I will say this to you. But I don't need to say this because I have like a wide vocabulary and a respect for myself. So, um, so when it's that building up, it's being that light and like helping other people to do the right thing or to say the right thing. Yeah, it can be used in those situations like that. But it's not something we want to be using every day and certainly not on the Sabbath where we can help it. Um, but it does, uh, I suppose, it gives them grace to be able to hear it and say, well, no, I, I can try better too. Like Vicky doesn't always do this. She's just done this now. It shows me she can, but she's choosing not to. So this is building up the church because it's shown us that, well, she can control herself. 
because we've just heard that she can very much utilize that vocab if she wants to, but she chooses not to. So we can do the same, right? So it helps to build people up. Glory to God. Yes, baby. And um, and so I'm going to have to like add this on my story today just to make sure it really does build up people. But um, I'm utilising this now in the podcast, but I will, I'll need to do like a wee story. I'll just say stuff like focaccia um, or frig always saying that but it's a nicer version of both and it has got a good connotation so that's something that you can start to do now obviously there's an evolution there because you want to not be even like thinking anything like that but then again I suppose it doesn't like I don't think of that word when I say those things like I think of something entirely different I think of vacation I'm thinking like Okay, some nice bread. <laughs> and then say frig, I don't even know. It's, it just comes from the Holy Spirit. Um, but yeah, obviously there's people with Tourette's as well. Maybe this might help even people like that. You know what I mean? So there's that. But let's see what else we've got here because we stopped partway through. Mm. James 5, 12. Chapter 5, verse 12. I don't know if it's about swearing, swearing or not. It's like swearing on oath. And this is a good one though. But above all, my brothers, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath. But let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. Oh, glory to God. Uh-uh. Oh my goodness. But I was like, I put my hand in this Bible and death by. Um, anyway, I earn it up, do not. All right, okay. Oh, well, we've been led to do that anyway, so I'm sure I've got grace for that. That comes from like our court systems, like our like loyal um system. It's just the way that it is, so we've been led. I know I'll have grace for that. Right, James C. 10. From the same mouth come blitz. It's a different type of... Can I just put... That's not cursing. That's like swearing on oath and stuff like that. So we chipped over to something different there. So there's a difference, obviously. Now let's move to this, James 3.10. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing, my brothers. These things ought not to be so. Here's one, Ephesians 5, verse 4. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be... Thanksgiving. Mm. Yeah, instead of when someone's going to do something, eh, to do something for the good of others, it should be like, thank you, not expletive, expletive. Um, how does, you know, that person I was mentioning deal with that with regards to the... The dog starting to like get aggressive when there's too much TV on and something pops up on the screen. That person could say, Thank you, that's a good reminder that you are 
deserving of more of my attention than the TV. So therefore, thank you. Thanks to God. That's what that person could be saying. Thanks to God that that animal, that dog is making that noise in front of the TV because it's letting them know that they should be coming off the TV and it's giving them a distraction away from something that they're becoming obsessed over, constantly listening to maybe perhaps. And bringing them back to the here and the now to life as we talked about in one of the other um, podcast broadcasts there. In fact, it was for the Saturday talking about, you know, don't say what you'll do this or you'll do that, you know, on the morrow, tomorrow. And it's about getting here now. There's a part that starts off and it's like, you know, it's almost like saying be here now. Get now. I think it says get to now. It's, like, you know, in the present moment and be thankful for where you're at. So, again, perhaps the watching of the TV could be mm-hmm. distracting. A distraction from the now or whatever. I mean, who doesn't do that? Who doesn't like to listen? Just like sit back. But there has to be like a kind of, you know, a balance with all these things. Okay, so let's have a look. Matthew five twenty two. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. Matthew 12, so it's chapter 12, verses 34 to 37. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of of the heart, the mouth speaks. The good person out of his good treasure brings forth good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Okay. Just like, for example, I won't be justified going around just blindingly being like expletive length like these other people are. Just expletive after expletive and being rude to people. No. I am justified though saying it back to them after a year long of putting up with their abuse and listening to their um, swearing and their bad behaviour, their antisocial disorder and actually giving them it back like once in the entirety of the whole situation of their rudeness. Once. To show them the way that I don't have to put up with that. I can say what I like to you but I choose not to to show them the way that they could be doing the same. Instead of speaking that way, they could be choosing to do the right thing. Instead of behaving that way, they could be... So in other words, showing them that there is that ability to choose. I make the ability to choose. And so I'm justified in that. And me obviously having the Holy Spirit, speaking that, telling the truth, telling it the way it is, is that justification. Glory to God. Let's see what it actually says in the liturgy today. Oh, I did say that obviously by this weekend, you know, I did have that prophecy that, you know, it was like almost these parts of scripture were kind of coming true. And of course, they always are every day, but sometimes they're going to be more pronounced. And I predicted that there's going to be something where 
there's going to be an abundance of jealous people and people needed to be ready for this that were in the faith. So I want to check in and see what's coming up. And by the way, this is all relating to Sunday that is um, past, which was the fourth Sunday of Easter. Last Sunday would be, and on the day of recording, it's literally yesterday. But obviously, um, the day that you should be listening to this, you can listen to it before if you like, but please come back on the actual Sunday itself. Um, make sure that you do that for Sunday the 15th of May 2022. Um, but here, the reading that has just passed is all about this, you know, and the next Sabbath, almost the whole town assembled to hear the word of God. When they saw the crowds, the Jews, prompted by jealousy, used blasphemies and contradicted everything Paul said. And then Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly. We had to proclaim the word of God to you first, but since you have rejected it, since you do not think yourselves worthy of eternal life, we must turn to the pagans, for this is what the Lord commanded us to do when he said, I have made you a light for the nations, so that my salvation may reach the ends of the earth. Okay, glory to God, but I predicted that it was kind of like between these two weekends this was going to show up. Um, and it felt like what I was doing was like speaking to the people after church. You'll see it is video five from just a tour um, and fortification from that Ezekiel. Um, so yeah, check that out if you can on Facebook. Let's go to the 15th for today's. Mm, I don't think I can get to that so far from here so I'm going to go elsewhere and hope for the best I've got it should have it on my now I shall have it here so Acts 14 21 to 27 um Well, be prepared because it could be any version that come up then. So 14, 27, 21 to 27. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got in the Holy Spirit. It was the second one. It just happens to be the King James Version. So, <clears throat> And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. And when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. And after they had passed throughout Pisidia, they came to Pamphylia, and when they had preached the word in Perga, they went down into Italia and thence sailed to Antioch, from whence they had been recommended to the grace of God for the work which they fulfilled. And when they were come and had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. Okay, so we've got this theme running on about, you know, St. Paul then 
opening this door of grace and bringing this good news to the pagans, to the Gentiles, in other words, those not yet of the faith, um, certainly not of the Jewish faith and not understanding that way at all. When they, Well, not everyone, there's a lot of converts of people who were Jewish, but not everyone understood and weren't able to convert <clears throat> and went against Paul. They were like seething with jealousy, apparently, in these scriptures. And I really felt like that was going to happen. It was going to manifest itself in some way. So I've put out a lot of preparation for that. Um, there's going to be Gentiles that want to come to God. So, and then there's going to be ones that are completely against it. They're going to see this and they are going to be seething with jealousy. It's seeing the absolute amount of people being saved and that are joining in this, all these good works and like having a great time kind of thing. They're going to be so annoyed because they're against God, right? It's not them. It's not the flesh of them. It's the powers and principalities behind it that they have anchored themselves to that make it so difficult for them to make that step like these Gentiles and like lots of other people that are coming on board. So, oh, I like it. Psalm 144 is so good because that number, 144. So they're sealed. And I guess that's it. Like the devil knows that's a group that's been sealed. Glory to God. read the whole lot because what's going to happen is when it comes to the day there'll be certain parts of this psalm will be spoken and then there'll be like a response reel to be repeated um i'm going to read the whole psalm <laughs> blessed be the lord my strength which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight my goodness and my fortress my high tower and my deliverer my shield and he in whom I trust who subdueth my people under me Lord what is man that thou takest knowledge of him or the son of man that thou makest account of him man is like to vanity his days are as a shadow that passeth away Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth lightning and scatter them. Shoot out thine arrows and destroy them. Send thine hand from above. Rid me and deliver me out of great waters from the hand of strange children whose mouth speaketh vanity and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God, upon a psaltery, and an instrument of ten strings will I sing praises unto thee. It is he that giveth salvation unto kings, who delivereth David, his servant, from the hurtful sword. Rid me and deliver me from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaketh vanity, and the right hand is a right hand of falsehood. That our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth, that our daughters may be as cornerstones polished, after the similitude of a palace, that our garners may be full, affording all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our streets, that our oxen may be strong to labour, that 
there be no breaking in nor going out, that there be no complaining in our streets. Happy is that people, that is in such a case, yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Glory to God. We're going to go to Revelation 21, verse 1 to 5. I've got a feeling that the the way of the word and the speaking is is more about a leading of Gentiles into grace to understanding and into a better way. Um right, let's see Revelation twenty one. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Glory to God. What an amazing Sunday it's going to be. With all of these. Mm -hmm. And KGV, I wanted the KGV. I'm going to go to this for now, with the grace of God. So, John chapter 13, verses 31 to 35. So, when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him immediately. Little children, I shall be with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, where I am going, you cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So you can be annoyed. You can, um, you know, have your moments where you want to, um, you know, let out your little expletive at the dog when the dog is barking at the TV because you're watching too much of it. You can get angry with yourself for when other people are doing good works and you can try and um, go on and on and on at them. But then when they do something like I do and give you a piece of your own medicine back after a year and a half, then you're going to have to take it. At the end of the, <laughs> the, end of the day, you're going to have to take it. Um, but basically, it's for the work of God 
if it wasn't I'd be doing it all throughout just like you two so there you go now at the end of the day when there's a good intent for that or behind it that's the driving force forward that is of God and so we, we can see the stark difference between the two now that's why 144 signifies those that are sealed those that don't accept this well you know whatever that's why not even talking about this in a sense of the way that Jesus talked about it of like you know life death and the resurrection and the ascension and all the rest but even in normal life there are sometimes places new experiences new things where other people cannot come I just read something here from um I was gonna say I just read something and it was from someone well, I can't go to studio online but they're talking about oh and um you know and everything and about oh a happy day and like a place where everyone's equal and all the rest and it's like no we're not we are definitely not you are not and i am not no one is equal to god there is a hierarchy and it is all to do with our um it's first of all it's to do with god god chooses overall but it's also to do with our ability to say yes to god and then to be obedient and to do what we're supposed to do so it's an individual process and because of that being an individual process we're not all the same we're not all equal and men and women yet make an equal situation by their differences by coming together with the similarities and values but their differences in their kind of genetic makeup for example and that is what blossoms and blooms and gives forth a child they're not the same we're not the same we don't have the same abilities the same capabilities or the same genetics the same genitalia no we do not and it's silly to pretend that that's true glory to god so that being said yeah there's so much going on think of the world and the rainbow in terms of not how people try to sexualize it that is not what the rainbow's about thank you don't destroy that. It's not fornicative. It's not what it's about. It's about inclusivity, about the differences and the vibrancy that that can bring to life through God. And we are all in different levels. God is the epitome of that to show us that reality and to live in it and to understand it, that that is the way that it is. Some people are not going to be able to go where you're going and I'm not just talking as I said about life and death situations and things like that like, oh you're going into the afterlife no I'm talking about life in general throughout any level you want to look at not everyone is going to be able to go where you're going we each have not just diff different genitalia but we each have different values different unique experiences different levels with god ultimately the most important part and um, you know different capabilities strengths etc other things areas of surrender that we're more capable of um, and the others have another focal point their strengths are slightly different their unique interests that build into this are slightly different these are all okay and all part of the plan and part of the process you cannot come where I'm going. I cannot. 
other people cannot necessarily be where you're staying or go where you're going. Um, this is just an example. But basically what I'm saying to you is, <clears throat> you're going to go, you, <clears throat> listening to this, you are going to have to go somewhere that others cannot go to. And you have to accept that and they have to accept that. And again, I'm not just stressing life and death situations. I'm stressing, like, you know, a particular task or a project or a particular location or a place or something like that. And they don't get it. They can't. And you... In your process, for where God's calling you to go, say perhaps, let's think about oh, if you think about the rugby players, look at them on the pitch, look at uh, rather the field. We cannot all go where they're going. They're going onto that field. They have been selected in that way. It's like when I was thinking about the Ayrshire Bulls and then thinking about actual bulls. These bulls, and I'm not advocating the bull ring, I don't think it's half as bad when you have like these people who um, are doing all sorts of acrobatic things um, and jumping around the stadium and uh, to avoid, it's like the avoiding of the bull kind of thing. Um, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. It certainly is a lot better than any kind of bull fighting, which is just not on. But these bulls that go into the ring are specifically selected. And we heard this in a video because of their upbringing. And that's kind of sad to think. But the way that they're actually brought up, they're made to be aggressive. They're made to be like a certain level of aggression, to have that level of aggression. So they're pushed in that way. They're conditioned in that way. And they're selected because of their reaction response and their behavior that's a horrible way to look at that but it is the truth and um, it's a really very easy way to understand this that certain people are selected for certain things you don't want that to get people concerned especially on a sunday keep it holy and um, don't want people getting concerned but you won't be concerned for what you're selected for because you we're selected, I'm selected, we're each selected for what we're going to be put into because of our strengths. Mm -hmm. mm. And then it makes you wonder, like, so these people that are, like, put in to, like, you know, to be doing all these that other people would consider antisocially disordered but nothing comes of it. Is it training? <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, great. Um, but yeah, so we're each conditioned to have strength to be able to cope in certain situations and certain things. Mm -hmm. And I remember like working in this particular place and they were sending us out and I don't, I honestly don't know why they were doing this. Like, I really don't, I don't know why. Like, by the way, 
are sending you down to who was classed at that time as the most dangerous person in the United Kingdom, perhaps in the world, the most dangerous person. We're sending you down there, okay? And you're going to bring them up. <laughs> you bring them up to Aberdeen. And I was just like, okay, all right. In one ear and out of the other, surely. Um, I completely heard it. It's just that the faith of God overrides everything that anyone says about any other person or anything. Um, and so clearly I was selected. I don't know if they were just doing that to annoy me or the other person or they were testing us or what they were doing. Honestly, don't know what their actual intent was, but it didn't really do anything. We went down as we were directed to and that was that. Um, it did seem extremely interesting. The person was actually like a human being who was making actual physical spears out of physical wood would best interest at that time according to the people that looked after him he was huge but according to the people that looked after him he his one of his top interests was going to the beach to look out for sticks now these were not sticks <laughs> these were huge planks of wood which he would literally make into the shape of like really you know we would have like a point of it and it's interesting because it's reminding me of that like thing out of monty python what if he comes with you with a pointed stick and anyway never mind but so <laughs> this is that just that never came to mind then so i couldn't really laugh about it at the time but i think the actual way that he did it and this is what's even more concerning is that he was using i think he was using his teeth he was actually like biting away at it and that's how he would do it anyway did all sorts of things like set up where like you know he would just go off on one so like all these different alarms and stuff would go off apparently and different things would like close over what a life anyway um so I went there. I don't. I honestly don't know. Like, it wasn't long after that, you know. Like, they just stopped what they were doing. I didn't go any further with that. Um, it was almost like it was like a test. Like, put it down there, do this, do that, and it's like nothing phased me, kind of thing. And it's like, oh well, you know. Uh, people were really jealous. I think, and you tend to see that it's a horrible thing. Like, I've had to suffer. Like, people been like that throughout my life at different stages. It's horrible. And you had other people being jealous because you actually managed to do it. And it's like, that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I was asked. I didn't even know this person was like the most dangerous person in the UK. I didn't know that. I'm just doing it. Then they said they had to do it. So I did it. And I don't just do things because people say, like, I obviously, again, I just had the faith. So actually, sometimes people are getting jealous because not even what you are deciding to do, but because what other folk have asked you to do or got you to do and it's like oh my god goodness, gracious give us peace anyway but because we each have these dinner uh, different unique roles then that's how we are i mean this is why like i have this level of sovereignty like you can't be a sovereign and not be able to deal with these things you cannot be a sovereign in your own country of the united kingdom and not have met the supposed um most dangerous person in 
that country, if you haven't been able to do that, you're not a sovereign. So it's like, I mean, I can't go on to do sovereignty without understanding all these different things and having the faith of God and the love of God um, for all people and that person included and whatever else needed to be done and whoever else you need to meet. But you can't, you just can't. It's not real, it's just a lie any other way. Like you cannot rule people, you cannot help guide the people. Let's just put it that way if that's better, like guide the people. How can you do that if you haven't gone to a proper school where, you know, there are people there at that school who are the most, or some of the most, again, um, impoverished, some the most dangerous characters, some of the most, you know, notorious characters in that town. Like, how are you going to, how are you going to do it? You're not going to be able to do it. You, it's just a lie. You cannot authentically or righteously or have the right whatsoever to do that and I didn't know that at the time I just thought I was going to school I didn't know all these things um at that time this is what I'm doing I was just simply living out my life in the faith of Christ when I was going to arrange to bring that person up to Scotland I was just doing what I was expected to do I wasn't doing it for any other reason but you know it's like I wouldn't be able to be who I am like if I didn't know about every aspect, not just all the um, reverend and respectful um, characters and all the the lordships and all the rest, all those that are kind of, you know, more high-flying, which I know as well. So <laughs> to be that level of monarch, you have to know the full, the fullest um, capacity of all of the kingdom. You really have to comprehend people and you have to be willing to to go to them or have them sometimes come to you you don't have to have it throughout all of your life but you have to be authentically being a sovereign it can't it doesn't you can't just put a crown on someone and say you're that you're not going to be able to have that person fully comprehending their actual kingdom and do the job and no amount of government can just do that for anyone and say well we'll just take that person over there they'll be our figurehead we're just going to say what we're going to say and we'll be in charge it doesn't work that way you can't bypass god's decisions without consequences and we've seen that time and time again especially throughout the pandemic the way that that was run that's just one part. So, so very vital to understand, yes, we're not all equal, we're not all the same, but we have to trust God with what is occurring and, and who has been given um, the authority to do what. Um, just as Paul was that spiritual father, you know, we have to understand different people are set to do that. And, you know, I mean for me personally like having God to that level like hearing the prayer at church about mm, we pray that there'll be a bishop that will help to lead us we have got the Lord God Almighty and working through this in a sovereign way we have that we don't need 
a bishop to lead it. We need, and we have, and I know I have, God. So glory to God. That's it. That's um, what I have to say about this. I'm not going to stop entirely right now. Um... So thank goodness we have this um, important um, ability and right to speak, to utilise the word, but most importantly, over and above all, to be utilising it with the intent. And that's what the important point is. One should always question whatever it is it's about to come out the mouth. Is it coming out for the building up and the guiding in that sealing with Christ's chosen, in other words, through the power of the Holy Spirit? Or is there a mal intent from someone else that's coming towards us? What is it? You need to know what it is. And so thanks be to God that with this good intent for the building up of the entirety of the kingdom and obviously the world coming through that kingdom, serving the kingdom of God, then we are able to thrive and to flourish together. And it is something that will strengthen and embolden the entire kingdom altogether and each person, therefore, that's in that covenant as well. That's the ceiling. Those are in the covenant draws back to that with that Psalm 144 just reminds us all of that number and you know what it is. So blessings to all, especially those of good intent.